You are listening to Disconnected Skies, a tabletop RPG adventure unlike anything you have experienced before. Featuring the very talented Dice Queen, D as the Game Master, followed by Kaya as Special Agent Maria Atlas, including Swanky as the business mogul Michael Laxton, with Pixuck as the nerdy Duke Newton, and finally, the unreliable Dan Bishop, played by Squeaky. Oh, uh, hold on. You are an outsider. If you were part of the town, she'd be much more okay with this. But, ooh, ooh, that's a good, yeah, this is a good point here. I'm gonna want a charisma check. So while this is happening, uh, Agent Atlas can hear some slapping sounds because Bishop slaps Laxton twice to keep him awake. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, so I just want to mention that I put one point into charisma and I have a very, like, a beautiful necklace. Whoa! You got a 22, not 20 as well! Yeah, it's super effective. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's like, you know what, honey? You know, you do whatever you need to. She looks at you and she, like, puts her hand on your shoulders like, I know you're new here, but we don't have much else out in this world, but we got each other. You're just as family as the rest of us. Oh, Maggie, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Well, make sure you bring it back and uh, clean on the insides. Of course I will. Good. Then running out with the box, putting some alien in there. How are you doing, Lexton Bishop? <laughs> putting, I'm sorry, you're putting alien inside of there? But how I thought this alien was like... It's big. big. It's big. Yeah, yeah it's how, big. How, how are you going to fit that in that little box? <laughs> yeah, oh, I thought it's like, small. It's like big. No, no, no. It's like, it's like, okay. So it's like, um, so the body itself, it's small, right? It's not like the body itself, but like because of its legs, it's like spidery and it's like kind of like a daddy long legs kind of scenario. Uh So the body itself, sure. But the rest of it will be hard to fit. Hold on. Here's the thing. You are in an alleyway where recently gunfire was fired. Do you not think people would be nearby being like, oh, I wonder what happened here? Bishop is trying to find a fire hydrant anywhere. Uh, yeah, there's fire hydrants. Why? I, I, I don't know. I'm, you do realize your friend's bleeding out here, right? Yeah, yeah I'm, 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 just, uh, I'm just... passing out. Okay, Bishop tells Atlas, let's forget about the alien right now. It's frozen here in the other way. We've already left one in our open field. All right. Let's take Laxton to the clinic. Good. Let's do that. He says, holding a cooler. <laughs> okay, I, I, I take the cooler, I put it back in the bar. Uh, thanks, Maggie. Uh, we, we already, um, I think it's fine. I got a message. <laughs> Whatever that was. I'm sorry, but thank you so much for your help. And then I run off as fast as I can, grabbing Laxton. Okay, so how how do we carry Laxton? Can he walk in one leg? Do we need to carry him? You know, yeah, to fully carry me, I can barely walk. Like a stretcher? Do we need a stretcher? Uh, so just... well, uh, are you like special agent and uh, ex policeman? You should be able to take my arms and legs. You know, uh, like uh, yeah. Okay. I would just like to add that uh, Michael Laxton is very fit for his age and is not that heavy. <laughs> you can probably throw in over your shoulder. That's all I all I have to say about this. As is your ex cop, you should be able to to carry me. I'm just putting it out there, Mister. Are you going to do something, Atlas? Yeah, I... we, we grab, like, I'm, I'm already standing here holding, holding, you know, like a one foot or whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> Come on, let's go, let's go. Bishop takes the other side and we start to walk towards the clinic. Yeah, let, let's, we need a story. What happened? Like, why does it look like this? What does he have exactly? He's bleeding 
Let's see if uh, something happens. He has several stab wounds in his chest. Oh, at, well, not chest, but like in his like stomach, where like some super sp- sharp spines of the alien stabbed right into him. Um, I assume like they're pulled out. Like there's like bleeding happens because y'all pulled the thing out, <laughs> if I recall. Because you know bleeding is bad. But also you'll note there's some weird like dark green like corrosion a little bit, and it burns like acid. Oh wow. Bishop looks over to Atlas and say, uh, what about uh, Newton? Should we split up? So one goes to Newton and see what's going on there, and the other one can uh, bring uh, Laxton to the clinic. I think Newton is fine right now. Uh, I think right now we need to take care of Laxton, and um, yeah, I think that's that's more important at the moment. Um, I want to I want to cover stab wounds with um, some piece of cloth so no one sees it, or at least yeah, doesn't ask any questions. Hurry up, Bishop! <laughs> the man is bleeding. So unless nothing happens, I we are arriving at the clinic, maybe. Yeah, you want nothing? Well, um, all right. Yeah. Mm, okay. So here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question. I want to ask you guys: How are you bringing this guy along in the open day with the streets and all those things? Like, there's a person bleeding out, and that you're holding them. How are you bringing them through the streets without being suspicion? You maybe should have a better. Not at all. But if he dies, <laughs> what what shall we do? Like. Oh, okay. So Atlas actually just wants to go directly to the clinic. I guess. Every person knows that Bishop is a bit uh, crazy, so you know that's nothing new. Okay, so it's very obvious that we're carrying around a stabbed guy here. If somebody oh, asks a question, just say I got stabbed in the alleyway by some random stranger. Okay. Yes. Bishop Wiggs. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Uh, if somebody asks, just say that you found me in the alleyway and that I got stabbed by some random marauder that run, ran off. You got stabbed by a random marauder that yeah. came into town? Yup. A random marauder came into town, oh. stabbed you, then completely left. I'm gonna quote a very smart person. This is special times. <laughs> and isn't that isn't that more like likely than an alien coming and stabbing him? Yes. Be like a, an animal or something. I want to confirm with you guys that this is the route you guys you would like to go. Yeah, I think we're doing it very obviously, right? <laughs> well, I mean, okay, sorry, but the what's the alternative here? Trying to heal him or? Sorry, I'm just confirming this. I'm confi- I'm just confirming this. I understand it's gonna be really difficult to get them uh, through into the clinic, but I just want to confirm <laughs> that this is your your route of action. If anybody asks, I'm going to let Atlas decide. Oh my God, you made the decision. Jesus. No, whoa, 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 whoa. You made the idea, so I assume it's your decision. But just act it out, you know. Yeah, let's go. We do this. We want Lexan to stay alive, and uh, we don't care if people see that. Yeah. Like, and also, I feel like whatever. Someone's dying here. If people realize there's actually danger happening, exactly. I think this is fine. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I don't know. The, I don't. I don't see the problem. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> You you go on through. I'm going to roll a d20 (laughs) just to see what happens. Um, A complete luck roll. I need to see this. I need to see what happens here because I don't know how I want to handle this. She's got to roll for every step we take. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I rolled a three. All right. So this is where we're at. As you're moving through the streets, an old lady looks up to you. It's like, oh, 
Oh, are you okay? She and she looks like, oh my, oh, oh, my, oh, oh, dearie me, oh, oh my lordy, oh, oh, someone's been hurt, and she's getting ready to like panic. I rolled a three of a d20 luck roll, so. Bishop looks at her and says, uh, "We're just cosplay." Oh God, lordy! Oh God, damn it! <laughs> oh, sorry, cosplay. Cosplaying? Oh, Lord. You oh wait, cos uh, she, she might, she, she might actually cosplay to an she, old woman. She might actually not know what cosplaying is. Before <laughs> year two thousand and five. I tell you this right now. She definitely does not know what the word cosplay means. This woman just screams, confused. Still, like, oh my lord, oh someone's hurt. Oh god, we need to get him to a doctor. Uh, thanks, ma'am. It's exactly what we're doing here. Thank you. Oh, well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll let me help. And she, like, you know, she, like, helps just a little bit. Uh, and she's like, oh, God. Well, uh, 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 what got him? What got him? We're not entirely sure. We found him attacked. Oh. We just want to get him to the hospital right now. Oh, you're not going to go with the random marauder in the middle of town? Right? Oh, no, no, we pulled out of that. I thought that was hilarious. Not lie. <laughs> oh, squeaky, sweet, uh, Bishop can say whatever he, he wants, like, but I just found uh, I just found him like this. So <laughs> I, I was just so confused that you went from that idea and you thought the next best idea was cosplay. <laughs> I'm, I'm fascinated. Don't drag me into life. his idea, please. <laughs> Yes, I take. Uh, uh, I'm distancing myself from any bishop ideas. So bishop is slightly letting loose here. So the old woman here is taking more of the weight carrying him. Oh, you, sh <laughs> you little <laughs> shit! You little shit! Why? What a bad. Okay, the old woman rolls a strength roll to see if she can handle more uh, more of his weight. She rolled a four. She collapses under his weight. Laxton. Give me a constitution check. As you kind of stumble to the ground, your wound becomes aggravated and you lose one HP. A motherfucker! Ah! <laughs> okay, Bishop, keep it together. Bishop is trying to pick up Laxting again and the old woman, you know, and tries I'm to really I'm losing scythe my shit here. And I'm tries really to losing scythe my shit. It is really amazing. hard, like, oh god, this old witch. Looks like Jeez. I'm gonna not have to show up for last week. It's gonna be fun. Jeez. We senior citizens. I'm gonna skip ahead to the clinic. You enter the clinic, and and you'll know it's it's like a small family clinic, uh, run by the Dusters. The Dusters are a like like a local family that they kind of like deal with some meds and some like small. You know, they're not like a major doctor. In order to get like surgery or like anything major done, you have to go to like the main city, and this is a small town. It's the same doctor, by the way, that you all met uh, before with Malika. Mm-hmm. As you go in, you'll see like young woman. I would say she's not even older than like 15, 16. And she says, Ah, oh, welcome. How can I help? Oh my god. And she immediately notices Lex is like completely fucked up and almost about to dead. I don't know what happened, but here, let's let's get him inside. And you get Laxon inside. <laughs> Good job, Bishop. Also, the woman says, I need a little help, dearie. I think I busted a hip. Oh, she's with us. Okay, with you, yeah. Make sure the guy was okay. <laughs> Also, she has a busted hip now because she fell. Right. Anyway, she goes inside. Uh, Bishop yells, um, where's the doctor? Like, the girl comes back. Like, it seems like she, there's like a little bit of blood around her, like, arms. And she, like, she's, like, wiping it and she's, like, and she looks, she's, like, oh, uh, Papa is out right now uh, getting groceries. He should be back soon. Now, can I ask, sir, um, why is there a bleeding man in our operating room? Uh, Bishop looks at her and then looks at, uh... 
Atlas says, uh, this is a highly classified. I don't know. <laughs> this is. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> okay, so Bishop uh, goes down to his, one of his knees and look towards her. She Do is you... behind the desk. She is behind the desk. Oh. She's sitting behind the desk. She's fine. Oh, okay. Where did she get the blood from? She was just helping. Oh, uh, she was just helping Laxon. She works as a clinic. What do you expect people to <laughs> do? She had to bandage him. <laughs> he was dying. <laughs> he got stabbed. Atlas, you need to take over here. <laughs> okay, the push up is fine. Um, we have no. We found him like this, and we hope he can help. Can you maybe? Can you call? Uh, can you text your dad that he comes and helps because we don't know what to do, and I don't know if you can operate a dying man. I've stopped the bleeding. I've wrapped him up, so he should be stable. I'll, I'll text Dad. Yes, please text Dad. Thank you. And we're gonna we we're gonna go and, and talk to the mayor. Please, uh, do you have our number? Can you get back to us uh, when your dad is here? Uh, could you leave it here at the desk? She like gives you a piece of paper. Uh, fill out. It, it asks for your name and number, and that's it. While this is happening, uh, Bishop uh, picks up his flip phone, sends a text message to Newton. Hopefully, his phone is working and says, "Are you okay?" Buzz, buzz. It rattles on Sheriff Buckle's desk. Yeah, it's confiscated, probably. I'm spelling it letter R space the letter U. Okay. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> You get no response, but I appreciate the sentiment behind it. <laughs> Are you okay? LOL. Lol. Oh, man. Life sucks. LOL. So are we just going to leave... Uh... Laxton here with the teenage girl. So, so first of all, I'm I'm grabbing the phone while there's like a big mess and discussion going on. I grab the phone and I I write to Schroeder. We need to talk ASAP and um, Bishop. We can also split up. One of us looks after Newton. One stays here. Okay, Bishop looks over to Atlas. Says, "Do you want to go to uh, Newton or do you want to stay here with uh, Laxton?" Uh, I can go to Newton, but I th also think we should talk to Schroeder as soon as possible. Okay, let's. Uh, you go over to uh, Newton then. I stay here with Laxton. Leave me with him. <laughs> You're gonna Lax be fine, Laxton. Laxton has no say in this. Laxton has very little blood, so he's just uh, rambling with the random words. It doesn't make any sense, by the way. That's what happens when you get the loss. Okay. All right, so I just know where the sheriff is, and I want to ask where Newton is right now. As you enter, it's a pretty small place. It's like, at best, like a small building. There is the, like, center office. There is, looks to be like a break room, and uh, immediately you can tell that there's, like, jail cells, and you can hear and see Newton just, like, out of the corner of your eye as you enter, like, the sheriff's office. Oh, great. And as you enter, a sheriff buckle looks over and says, uh, hello, ma'am. Hello, sir. Um... Yeah, I have a question. I heard you you have this little duke here, uh, the, the little fella uh, in a cell. How's he holding up? Mm -hmm. uh, well, did you want to ask him? Oh, yeah, sure. Hey. Hi, New Hi Duke. I how are you doing? You know, I'm, I've seen better days, you know. Yes, I, I really need to ask you about what happened out there. Oh, well, I just got my leak to, to a safe place, you know. Okay. Yeah, then, then we met again after that, you know. I got taken away. I got locked mm. up. So all the fuss was you. What? what so you were shooting I was, guns I was shooting outside. A, I was shooting a little rat. You were shooting a rat. Yeah. Ah. Uh -huh. How's the rest of the group doing? Lexton is reasonably okay. Um, Bishop is with him. Did you get rid of the uh, that situation? Rat? Get the rat. Yes, we we yeah, got the rat. Good. 
But you must know, you cannot just shoot rats. You know that, right? Like, you cannot just take the gun that... Yeah, you know. uh, wherever you find one or get one. It, it's not It's not for kids to play with, with weapons. Oh, I, I would never do it, you know, but uh, my, my mind was clouded at the moment. Sheriff, so what do you plan on, on doing with this with this silly kid here? Well, I contacted... Um... Schroeder, and I haven't necessarily gotten a response just yet, but from what I figure, um, about a week, a, a small slap on the wrist, not not too big of a deal, because honestly, um, we've got laws, we got rules, and, uh, and ding, 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 and, like, you hear his phone ring, it's like, oh, yeah, I got confirmation, about a week, uh, and let him out, probably less than good behavior, well, not really, a week is good. Hmm. Yeah, that that sounds fair. Now, did did Schroeder say anything about the the mission he sent Luke on? He like sounds like nope, not at all. You at that time you get a message on your phone, and all it says is what the fuck. Yeah, Schroeder just just wrote to me. I think I have to talk to him, but I I Duke really like he has an important task to do. I'm coming here because I'm I'm very upset about what he did, but I also know he has something very important to do. So. I will talk to Schroeder and then I will come back to you and, and talk to you if that is okay for you, sir. Ma'am. And he like tips his sheriff hat. He's a sheriff hat because he can. <laughs> Maybe he's holding his belt as well, his buckle when he's tipping his yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah, he definitely definitely holds his uh, belt buckle. He absolutely does. His name is Sheriff Buckle. So before so I would go back, but um I'm writing to Schroeder saying meet us uh, at the clinic and uh let Duke free. Alright, folks. After about, like, 20 minutes, you hear a rattling of wheels come towards the clinic. You go outside to go check it, and you see Schroeder riding on a scooter going towards you. <laughs> There's moments like these where you very much realize that Schroeder is still, like, a kid. He's, like, I think 12? He's the man. He's, quote-unquote, the, the, like, the leader of this thing, but, man, he's riding a scooter. <laughs> Is he, is he still wearing his puffed-up jacket? Of course, it's cold. Okay. As he goes over, he like he, he looks displeased. And so you see this displeased nerdy kid in a puffed-up jacket, like, like, scootering towards you slowly. And he, like, rests the scooter against the wall. And he, like, crosses his arms and be like, uh, Guys, I said this before to Atlas here, but what the hell? Nguyen got arrested. I've already heard reports of apparently a man bleeding in the middle of town. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's one of you. Considering I see, see the drunken there and, and you seem fine. Uh, the kids in the sheriffs. So it's the cleaner. Michael got hurt. How about we talking? Oh, yeah. Bishop, uh, mind, to, mind to explain? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we, we have a situation here. You thought we have a couple weeks. It's not the case. We had one of those creatures, aliens, whatever you call them, hatching inside the city. And we did what we could to hide it and to keep the damage low. So uh, you're welcome. But we have one severely hurt. We have one in prison and we really need your help right now. I know you're, you're a kid, but I think you know what's going on and you can help us at least to keep this quiet. He raises his eyebrow. I get where you're coming from. But I can't do anything about Newton. Part of the scenario here is that he did fire a gun he probably shouldn't have had. Regardless of whether or not he should have had it, he still fired in town. 
I can't really go back on this or and make exceptions because I think that'd be quite suspicious and undermine uh, my leadership here. We need order and sensibilities, and making excuses is no different from nepotism. Schroeder, did you listen to me? There was an alien hatching in this town, and no, I understand. The I best... fully understand that. I get that. I get it. Bishop looks over to uh, Schroeder and says, uh, "Nice scooter. Did you get it at Walmart? By the way, doesn't the sheriff work for the mayor?" See, no, I got it from your mom's place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't the sheriff work for the mayor? Do you know how suspicious that is? People talk about corruption all the time. People complain about corruption and, pe and, and doing corrupt things for people close to them. Is that something you cared about? Did you care about government corruption when you were younger? But now you care about it less? Now that you have access to someone in that kind of position? Huh? Okay. I, for one, am not <laughs> someone that likes to go back on these kind of sort of things. I understand. And he's and he did what he didn't need to do. And he's a good guy. Nguyen did good. I respect it. But also, there are things that need to be done to keep the peace. You get it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, we totally get it. And I think we, we, we should just be honest with the people, too, because you don't want corruption. And then I think we should just, you know, maybe like tell people that there are aliens hatching now. Oh, sure. Yes. Tell everyone about that. You know, as a CIA agent, I thought you'd have a bit more sensibilities understanding why people shouldn't normally know about this sort of thing. Because panic ensues. You, uh, apparently that woman was screaming bloody murder about a guy getting stabbed. What do you think about if there's like bloodthirsty aliens everywhere? Ones that are coming when the spring happens. We don't have much time. I get it. But also there are limitations to what we should do and how much we should push. Bishop looks over to Atlas and says, this kid is living in a castle of principles. Okay, Bishop looks at uh, Schroeder and says, is there anything you can do for us? I can make sure uh, you don't have to pay the, uh, the clinic for Laxon's injuries. Oh, wow. Bishop uh, shrugs off and just walks into the clinic. Alice, you guys are doing great. What did you see out there when you went out? Oh, we, uh, we went to, we went to the crater uh, we went back to to the accident site and we found some weird traces from the crater leading to town so we were super alarmed and we followed we followed the lead uh, we followed the footsteps uh so it was actually malika's and when we went to check out if she's doing all right we realized she took something from the crater, which apparently was an egg that was hatching right when we arrived. So all we could do was, yeah, try to, we tried to burn it. We tried to shoot it, the, the shots people heard, but it attacked Laxon very badly and we could barely just, you know, damn it or, or attack it and then freeze it more or less in the snow. So you're saying there is a body of an alien in the middle of town? Correct. Son of a bitch. Okay, we're gonna need to clear that out tonight. Yes, and we need a big box for this. <laughs> it, it's a big, <laughs> big alien. We can get that handled, yeah, but where are you gonna put it? No idea. We could put it underneath the city hall. There is a very large uh, storage area slash basement there. I'm not convinced we should put it somewhere. We should probably try to burn it because um, if we put it somewhere, it's gonna defreeze or unfreeze and then go back to life. I think we, it needs to be broken up before you burn it. Or we could use some sort of acid to maybe melt it. Sounds good. Okay. So, shoot. Who can I get this? There's not a lot of people that know about this. 
with the two of you, we could also call in Frank, but that would leave Peter out there alone. He, like, bites his thumb, thinking. Why are you worried about Peter being alone? You said those craters had eggs in them, right? Yes. You, We saw one. We saw a second. Narratively, there's always a rule of thirds. A third one's going to appear soon. I mean, narratively. Maybe we'll get Peter to come in, too. <laughs> yeah, let's get Peter to come in, too. That'll work. And he, like, rubs his chin. All right, all right. We can organize something tonight, and y'all can get together. Let Laxton and Newton uh, recover. That sounds good. Bishop, are you up for this? Bishop, did you hear us? He's inside. Okay, I'll bring Bishop. You know what? No. Uh, you can you can fill him in. But I'm going to get back. Uh, honestly, whenever he, uh, he rubs me the wrong way, he gets back on his scooter, and he starts scooting off. Bye. Was was nice seeing you too. So unless everyone has something uh, as explicit they want to do, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a one week time skip. One week later, Newton gets uncuffed. Adriel Laxon has fully recovered. You are all gathered up at the sheriff's office. The steel bars are finally going away. Newton has what? Like uh, Newton, um. You've, even though you're in quote-unquote jail, you've pretty much had access to anything you really wanted. If you asked for, like, comic books, Schroeder made sure you got them. <laughs> if you, you know, you didn't, you didn't, like, eat poorly or anything, you got, like, a slightly better blanket. You just had to stay behind bars, pretty much. Yeah, it had time. It wasn't great, but also it wasn't as bad as it could have been. You didn't, you didn't get shanked or you didn't drop soap or, <laughs> or any of those things. What about Luxton? Did he uh, learn any, any experience from... Getting stabbed? What did you learn, uh, Luxton? From all the death. Not, not to fuck with those aliens. Okay, but the girl. Did you communicate with the girl in the clinic a lot? And the doctor? Lovely people. Lovely people, both of them. Okay, thanks for asking. Also, also did you guys uh, did you guys handle handle the, the object? So, what, what happened with the aliens, by the way? Uh, one is still on the field after a week. What happened with the second one? Uh, the second one, uh, that night, the, uh, that night Peter and Frank did come in, and together Bishop, Atlas, and those two, as well as Schroeder, uh, broke it off into bits, um, put it into a large enough box, and brought it into the very bottom of the, the city hall, and they burned it up using like the strongest chemicals and like and like bleaches and acids he had. So it doesn't exist anymore. Okay. No, but the first one you haven't checked up on, like at all. Everybody, it's been a it's been a rough week. However, it is now February twenty sixth. The temperature has risen just a little bit. It still snows sometimes, but sometimes very rarely, or sometimes it's a slurry minimum. Can you like see the ice steps starting to like uh, drip? A little bit, okay. not fully, but yes. Yeah, tiny bit. Laxon, you now have a scar on, on your lower left stomach. Pretty cool. Pretty cool scar. Is it, is it fully healed or is it still kind of like... Um, fully, healed. fully healed. Okay, okay. On, on what side? Left side. So it's not the appendix then? Oh, no, no, well, wait, wait. Uh, Michael Laxon actually has an appendix on the left side, but that's uh, another story. So that's all humans. <laughs> he okay, has an appendix. Are you going <laughs> you don't know? Yeah, maybe I got it removed. Uh, Bishop doesn't know. No, 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 no. Okay, continue. <laughs> this doesn't even have relevance. <laughs> if it was on the left side, you could roleplay it was an appendix scar. Yeah, but why would people ask questions about a scar I have underneath all you my clothes? You don't know, you don't know. <laughs> you don't know. Am I suddenly going to become a stripper or something? <laughs> we just asked Male stripper? Is that how we're going to take down those aliens? Uh, wait. Yeah, this place wouldn't have a strip club, sadly. Okay, thank you. It is February 26th. Things have started clearing up. 
you all get a text message from Schroeder, and it says update in my office. Right. Let's, let's head over to Schroeder then. You all arrive at Schroeder's office. He's still doing... Uh, you, you see him still standing, uh, like, looking out the window, one arm behind his back, and he's just kind of looking out into the town pensively. Uh, he doesn't have his big puffy jacket on, but he has, like, this green turtleneck sweater, and you see him, like, yo-yoing. Like he's con- he's <laughs> contemplating like he's like he's like like he has the weight of the world on his shoulders and he's playing with a yo-yo. I just love this idea of this kid being pushed into this like very adult position, but he's also still a kid. But also he is a full like mature adult. Yeah, I love Schroeder. He's a great character. I love this character, I'm not gonna lie. Um as he turns around to all of you, he he does a little like walk the dog trick and he uh, walks towards you and he like pulls it back up. Um <laughs> Good, you're here. Sweet moves. So, I have things to share. And uh, they all gather together. One, there have been ranger reports from Frank that deer and other animals have been all but torn up in the deepest part of the woods where there's no snow. I got him to check up, and apparently... How can I say this? You're not going to like to hear this. But the thing that was in the middle of the field, it's missing. No, that's no good. Not good at all. Now, we have some options. One... We can start building our defenses around town. I give us, and he like, he like looks at the calendar on the wall. I give us two weeks at most, maybe one. We either have to tell everyone about uh, the aliens, two, protect our town preemptively, or three, go on an alien hunt. And like, he's still thinking, like, um, he does this thing where he like bites into his thumb, like to like to think. And you could see like, uh, there's like, I don't know, how, how can I say this? Like, almost like a little scar right there. It looks like at some point in the past, he's punctured it. Bishop looks over to Atlas and says, I know you've uh, researched this and you've seen what they've done. What do you think? Should we hunt them down? Do we know if there are more craters like this? Because if there are a lot of these, we should build defenses and talk to people. But if we think it's really just one, I feel like we should try and take it down. Do you recall what happened January 1st? 2000. He looks at you guys and he says, it, it looked like the sky fell. It was gorgeous. Thousands, countless things fell from the sky. But at the same time, technology was wiped out almost globally. For all we know. Well, no, because Malika said there was more. But there's probably already a limited number of uh, settlements. For, all, for any crater that landed in the middle of a town. For any witch that landed in a place that wasn't cold. For all we know, most of the world's already gone. Because most of the world does not experience snow at this time of year. But you might be living on a ticking time bomb. Have you seen anything like this in your comic books, Newton? Nothing quite at this size. Nothing that would help either, I think. Honestly, the way I'm thinking about it, I think we're just waiting to die now. When, the, when this area fully warms up, we have no idea how many of them will wake up. Our numbers... We have less than maybe a thousand in this town. Bishop looks over to uh, Laxton and says, Death, that's something you're familiar with. What do you think? Holy fucking God, you're so saucy. I'm not the only one familiar with death, Bishop. (laughs) But I think it's time we go to war. We do have something that other places don't. Atlas, he says, looking towards you. Yes. Do you happen to know of any bases around here? Well, there is this old base that used to be um, my office in Summerburg, not too far away. What What are you thinking of? I'm thinking we have about two weeks before we all die. 
And if we don't gamble on that, on any knowledge that you would be able to access, we're all dead. I don't know about the rest of the world, but, and he like yo-yos. I have a responsibility to Millennium, uh, to Millennium Peaks here. And that means to try every option possible. Bishop looks over to Atlas and says, Is this like a research facility? Or what, what is this place? Have you studied aliens? Or what can you do from this place? The location, um, it, ha it sure had a research facility. But also it is a CIA, uh, it's like a CIA facility as well. There are certainly, it's, it's primarily about intelligence, but there are like weapons and such. So yeah, we, there are weapons inside. We can do research there. Uh, we can probably defend ourselves. I'm just not sure if it's wise, if we just keep the, the circle of people who know what's going on that small. And if we shouldn't at least um, have some more people we trust that could or could start building some defenses here or could start a plan evacuation because yeah we should have a have a backup plan here where we are right now we're actually uh, quite protected millennium peaks is surrounded on three sides by mountains so there's only like aside from the tunnels cutting through two of them there is the forest that we can like potentially cre uh, create barricades uh because of the attacks very recently on uh, on animals we could say there's been an increase in wild animal attacks and i can po possibly say something like wolves are like increasing attacks so we could probably create barriers that should be feasible enough for me it's what i can do while you're gone i have to say for the fact that you're a kid you're pretty wise you know, for the fact that you guys are pretty adults, and he looks towards Bishop, oh, some of you can be can be pretty stupid. Fair point. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Yes. He does he not. Does. He does not have a good Bishop. I I don't mean to like go yeah, but, but he does not have a good relationship <laughs> with you at all. He's like, he's an absolutely terrible relationship with you. Point is, today um, uh, we'll get you a car uh, ready, drive on out to Sarnberg, try to see if you can access the facility, and I'll do what I can here. You guys hit the Sarnberg, access the facility. I don't know what it what it'll entail for you to go over there and like and, and deal with things, but this is our only shot. Sounds like a good plan. Sounds like a good plan. What is everyone else saying, Lex and Bishop? I'm just looking empty into the room, nodding. All right, I've prepared some things for you. He says, uh, motioning to some uh, to some uh, backpacks on the ground nearby. Uh, these have enough rations for about a week. They also have a gun. Please don't go shooting rats. All right, take these. I'll get a car ready for you. Summerberg is two-hour drive. It would actually be, uh, let's say, because of the snow that no one has plowed, it might take a bit longer. Actually, you guys don't have any kind of snow plow. I just realized that. Um, Y'all need a snow plow. Schroeder looks at this and is just like, this might not be good for, for you guys. We've got these already replaced with winter tires, so they should be able to drive along ice. But here's the thing, it's going to be a lot of snow in front of you. Um, You'll probably get this retrofitted with a plow, probably. Over, it takes a little bit longer, but Schroeder gets a, a car retrofitted with a snow plow. The kind that just like pushes things off to the side rather than like, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like, a, like a train thing. All right, so that works out. And he looks at all of you and says, good luck out there. Thanks, Schroeder. I hope we'll see you again. I hope so. You're supposed to bring back everything we we, we can use. Let's small talk. Let's go. Thank you. Get in the car, Newt. I sit in the back. You guys go on out, driving out to Summerberg. It is not a very pleasant ride because there is like chug, chug, chugs, uh, like snow, 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 chug, 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 snow, snow, snow. It's like a little slow. But after approximately about three, four hours, you eventually uh, you, you start seeing what looks to be a town in the horizon. The town 
compared to yours, which actually looks pretty clean. Um, it's still, it looks like a regular town, sure. Can I get some wisdom checks from people? Everybody. Uh, the number that you're all trying to be right now is 10. Everyone but uh, Bishop uh, looked around and you can identify that there's several places where the town is kind of like messy and like a little like dilapidated. But you'll also note uh, Laxon with your nat 20, holy damn. You see bullet holes in various places. Not many. A bench here, a sign here, bullet holes. Hey, Atlas. Yes. Can you see the sign over there? There's bullets holes in this. There are bullet holes in here? Okay. Yeah. Huh. Do you think, do you think there's been a, we've been, been a fight here? Uh, you do yes. see people walking the streets. Oh, oh okay. Oh. Not that there's no people here, but you do see people, see people walking the streets. And some look out and be like, wow, this is weird. And you'll see a crowd slowly start to form around you. Maybe, maybe they're not used to visitors just like us. Yeah, we, we would do that. We would have the same reaction in our town, you know. Let's park up and go out. Some people yeah. are really curious, and as you go in, you'll actually see, like, a young woman about, like, in mid-twenties. Uh, she'll, like, bump in real close to you, Bishop, and says, you guys should get out of here, and then she walks away. It happened so fast, so Bishop didn't have time to react, I guess. One, one unpleasant lady could be a, a bit more welcoming next time, you know? Some people are, like, interested, and they're asking questions, like, oh my god, who are you? Where are you from? What town did you come from? Like, oh, this is a nice car. Oh, ho, 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 ho. One thing at a time. From uh, Millennium Peaks, 150, uh, 150 miles uh, away from here, roughly. Some people are like, oh, Millennium Peaks is still around? I used to visit there sometime to get uh, to, uh, to see my sister. As like people will say like and be like, wow, that's so cool. You'll actually note uh, real quickly. Can everyone give me another wisdom check? Everyone that's not Bishop. Hey, Atlas, you see some people trying the car door to see if it opens. Okay, guys, we, we got to get out of here with the car. I just lock the car, maybe? Why? Yeah, but people might smash in the windows. We don't know what why they want our car. Guys, can you stop touching our car? What is going on? Hey. Some people like step away and be like, oh, hands up. Is that okay? Sorry. Just interested. Yeah, but uh, sorry, but why? What's going on? Well, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Oh, no, we, I, I, I just thought it was interesting. Don't worry. And like this kind of sketchy guy and then he like books it down the street. One thing that you note about him is that he had this kind of like weird uh, black leather jacket that well, more like a leather vest. Bishop uh, says to Atlas, maybe you should show your badge. Y yeah, he just ran away, didn't he? He ran away. That's a bit too late to show that. I mean, there are like crowds of people here, right? Yeah, shut, shut them up. They look around, it's like, oh, she an agent. Oh, shit. Oh, and like you, you know, the, the crowd goes like, there are approximately like 15, 20 people here. But people are like talking and like murmuring to just like, oh, what's the agent doing over here? And you hear a small voice from a kid being like, are you here to help us? And then like his mom like shushes him and like he pulls him away. Oh, miss, uh, can, can you talk to us, please? She shakes her head and she just walks. Oh, okay. I guess some, something is going on here. Um, we should definitely had to either head to the to the station or we go to the town hall. Or, yeah, something is going on. I wouldn't go to the town hall if I were you. A uh, very portly man walks up. He's got like reddened cheeks and a nose indicating um, being a little bit drunk. And he says, this town isn't what it used to be. And one person's like, hey, you can't talk about them. I don't fucking care. They're gonna do it. They're gonna do it. Right now, uh, we should be warning these good folk. I ain't no coward. Not like the rest of you lily-livered little bitches. And they're like, oh my god, this is not good. Hey, name's Carrie. Yeah, I get it. It's a girl's name. Don't ask. <laughs> hey, Carrie. Good to meet you. What's the problem with the town here, Carrie? I'd be more than willing to tell you. 
maybe over drinks, he says, like, pointing his thumb to, like, a nearby bar. Oh, Bishop gets uh, his attention. Calm down, calm down, calm down, Bishop. Let's just, let's just walk over. Let's, uh, let's get the car to a safe place, and then we yes. can, we can go have a little drink there. Bishop unwillingly follows the group. I'll park the car somewhere. Uh, you guys uh, go with that guy, and I'll I'll catch up to you. As you all go in, the guy's like, uh, "I'd like uh, two beers, please." As he like looks to uh, to the bartender, like, "Yeah, okay, carry." It's like and he looks to the rest of you, like, "Oh, I don't seem to have my wallet." <laughs> pats his like he he pats his like pockets a yeah, little like yeah, messily. Yeah. Bishop, maybe you can you know um, pay a nice drink for this. Okay. Yeah. Bishop goes to the bar and says, "I'll take your." Uh, whiskey behind the rocks uh, when he points his head towards this uh, carry and says <laughs> put it on his bill I, I don't have a wallet <laughs> and you want help right uh, it's, uh, I, I'm not really good at uh, talking unless I've got a few in me to say uh, and just as you say that uh, Michael Laxton enters the location and I'm, uh, I'm just, I was just saying get this man some drinks and I slap $10 on the counter bam <laughs> I like, and that's what I like to see. And he says, he, and as he grabs like two glasses of beers, he like goes towards him and says, hey, come over here. Ugh. We don't have time to do a small talk. We need, we need information, guys. Glad to see y'all in Summerberg. Ain't very summery over here. Not in disposition, not in time of year. Who named the city after a weather? Probably someone dumb that kind of was like looking around her room and thinking about like, Ben, what call a random town? <laughs> Anyways, so you guys uh, rolled on in at not the best time. I guess any time's not the best time after Skyfall, but whatever. Why was it not the, the best time? You seem to be very knowledgeable. Yeah, I'm as knowledgeable as they can be. And you look around the a place and you'll actually note that this place does not seem to have electricity. It is lit primarily with um, candlelight. Oh. Yeah, it's not like your town. There's no electricity here. Coming around here, kind of risky. Ever since the Beetle Boys came in, ugh, things haven't really been the same. What? Who are the Beetle Boys there? The Beetle Boys. It's this kind of like gang coming on in. Came on in about, I'd say, late January. So for the last month, uh, the Beetle Boys, and he like takes a sip of his beer. They got weapons. We don't is the case here. Some of us, but not enough. They can't uh, beat those kind of numbers. So as of now, they kind of uh, run this town. They go around, they push people around, and every once in a while, they just fire their guns at stuff. Who does that? Okay, what, what happened to the authorities? What happened to the other agents here in the base? Why is no one stepping in? Sorry, agents? What agents? Ooh. Excuse me? He looks at you very confused. We have agents here? Yeah, there's a CSIS uh, headquarter um, right across the town. Sorry, what? The CI? What? There is? I ain't heard of this. I'm just as confused as you are. Uh... Carrie. Sorry, but uh, I think I think maybe she's had too much to drink. Uh, 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 uh. She, she might be a bit out there. Yeah. <laughs> Michael looks at uh, Agent Atlas and makes the slice neck emote. Okay. So where 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 do those these guys reside? Where's their headquarters? Where where do I reach them if I want to talk with them? Uh, they took over town hall. Town hall. Okay. Okay. What's the direction to town hall? Uh, you're gonna want to go across um, Winter Grove Park, uh, down Spring Street, and then across Spring Avenue. This place is named very poorly. Um, <laughs> okay, Roger that. Now double spring. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, look here. Don't let those Beetle Boys figure out you got some kind of vehicle or car. They'll take that right back. Touch that car somewhere safe. Believe me. 
Believe me. They got weapons. They got people. Apparently, they also took all the uh, portable generators around town. So they got some amount of electricity too. Pretty fucked up. Okay. Did you like? Did you guys had some like, weird attacks from animals or something like that? It looks like you just confused. Sorry. Oh, never mind. We had like some wild animals coming in after Skyfall, so I thought maybe you had the same over here. But it's good to hear. Mm -hmm. So are the bullet holes from those guys in the in the signs and the and the benches? He nods. They like to just play around with their weapons uh, in town every once in a while. And then you hear a gunshot at this exact time, like that. <laughs> yeah. It ain't pleasant to be around here, but we have nowhere else to go. And they got all the weapons, so we can't really complain. They're, they're not hurting you, are they? Some people, they push around a little too far. And he, like, his eyes drift off. But I don't like to think about that. Sorry to hear that. Bishop leans into the group here and says, Guys, it looks like we have a problem here with the Beetle Boys, but we are actually on a mission here to find the research facility. What are we going to do? I think we should just go get the check the research facility. Maybe there's something in there that can help us with the, the Beetle Boys. Yeah, I'd also would like to know what happened to my colleagues there. Mm, that is weird. And where's the police? I feel like we should we should oh, try sheriff. Yeah. The sheriff, yeah. Oh, that guy got gunned down. Try to stop the Beetle Boys. Got new law. Impose Starfall. What else are you going to do? I'm a bit amazed that none of the Beetle Boys members have approached us uh, yet, to be honest. Jinx hit the partner. Maybe the guy who tapped at the car was a Beetle Boy. Yeah, they're all cowards. All of them. And the bartender's like, hey, shh, don't get me in trouble now here. And he goes, I don't fucking care anymore. They want to shoot me, shoot me. They're tired of living like a fucking coward. <sighs> he just drinks. Look. I don't know what trouble you guys are in or what you're here for, what you're gonna do, but try not to get attention. And also, the Beetle Boys, they don't do things on their own. They like their numbers. Be careful when you see a large amount of them around. One or two of them, no problem. But anything more than six, uh, you already got trouble. They're like beetles. They swarm you. Bishop peeks his gun towards Carrie and says, they can try. You know, good luck, you guys. And instead of going to the lodge, he just leaves the bar. Um. He just left the bar. Like, he said he had to go take a leak, and then he just left. Yeah, he's, he's hiding something. Just, no, 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 the moment he said go to Archie, he's like, because the moment you said he had to pay for his drinks, he's like, oh, gotta go. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, he did that too. Oh, God. Uh, Bishop quickly sneaks out after him. Bishop also disappears. I have to go check on the car. Give me a second. I'll be back soon. Yeah, everyone just go. I'm paying for everything. It's fine. I'm, I'm shaking my head in disappointment, saying to Duke, listen, these people have a problem. This is not... <laughs> How you treat upright citizen who try to have a business despite this terrible... You just pay for your whiskey and liquor. Okay, Duke, just try to remember this. You're trying to teach a lesson to this kid. Be like, hey, don't, don't be like the rest of these adults. Be like me. <laughs> just don't be an ass. Just, it's that simple. Just, just don't be an asshole. <laughs> That's a good idea. Okay, cool. <laughs> I love this. This is good.